We are the Love Jays, and you're listening to Married Millennials. A conversation about being young, in love, and navigating life one student loan payment at a time. I'm Joy. I'm Justin. Let's get to it. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to episode 92 of Married Millennials. It's raining in Los Angeles. We finally have some weather, enjoying some winter. I'm excited. And I'm also excited because the Golden Globes were last night, and if you did not take nine minutes of your life to watch Oprah Winfrey just bless you, you missed out on something special. Yeah, and the good news is you could still catch it. It's everywhere. People are posting it all on Facebook. I've loved every single photo that I've liked, that I've seen. You know how you can press the like button? Yes. And then you can press the love button. I just want, want to make that clear. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't just emotionally love it. I, I physically loved it. Uh, I cried straight up, just tears of insp- inspiration and hope and I just I I like what she said because I want it to be true. I want it to be true. And I think it is going to be true. I mean, yeah. you've seen the the wave of over the last few months of of women finally just saying like enough is enough and mm-hmm. with the new Times Up campaign and almost every woman in attendance last night the Golden Globes was wearing black. Uh, there were several men who were wearing Times Up pins. Mm-hmm. So it, you you see that a shift is coming and for a while, our country has operated by silencing women and not thinking that they were as equal to men and enough is enough. And you, you see the talent out there. Just look around from not even just entertainment. You know, right. Look around at business sectors, community segments, politics, journalism, science, math. Women have played a vital role in our society forever, but men and the powers that be have tried to suppress those realities and now the women have said enough is enough and mm-hmm. we are going to to make our voices heard and, and it's a beautiful thing to see as a man to watch a disenfranchised group come up and say we're fighting for everything and you we talk a lot about our experiences black people living in america you're constantly fighting regardless mm-hmm. of the of what you see in the facades that may appear if you are not a black person, there are still struggles and realities that you have to deal with every single day. And you're always, you, know, you always have your guards up. And to be someone who's lived that life and to now watch another disenfranchised group go through it and really push the, the, the movement forward and say, we are not stopping at anything. We're going to come in and just throw dra- jabs. I think Natalie Portman, when they were talking about the directors, you know, she said, here are the all male, all male nominees. nominees. You know, just yeah. something like that, bringing attention to what's happening in, in, in entertainment is, is going to be a powerful thing. Mm-hmm. I, I 100% agree. I'm very excited to see what's going to happen. I do think that we have a long way to go because if you think about it, this is just hap- not just happening in Hollywood, but the Big stories are breaking in Hollywood. The silence is being broken in Hollywood. I won't say the harder work, but the even more work is going to come in when you start to seep into different industries. And those real life people are going to, not that Hollywood, you know, celebrities aren't real life people, but you do, you have a different platform. You have a different support system, right? But when you're just an average person who's in an average workplace experiencing these things and you have to have the courage to speak up, I'm excited for, to start hearing those stories and for real change to happen in those smaller 
businesses and communities. I'm, I'm pumped for it all. I really am. And it's important to note, just with any disenfranchised group who is looking to make movements or change, inspire change globally, it's important that these groups have allies. And in this particular case, it's men, us. Mm-hmm. We have to do our part in helping women fulfill something that everyone has already known, that women are just as capable as men. And when we have young men who are becoming leaders, whether that's in business or starting their own businesses or coming into Hollywood, it's important that you use your voice and you be a champion for these women who are looking to, again, just be noticed and recognize of the, all the work that they've already been doing. It's not like, okay, we're, we're doing something new now. It's yeah. like, no, pay us for what we've been doing. Yeah. And, and now we're going to bring a light to it. So it's just important that men, that we listen, we have the opportunity to have conversations with women and, and more than just uh, the, the surface level conversations that we have. Understand what, what women are, are saying, understand how the little steps that we often ignore or the small conversations that we have in the day-to-day with other men or even in inclusive spaces, how those statements and our actions can actually impede the progress. So it's, I just want all of us to be aware and, and, and understand. And sticking, too, with the Golden Globes, you know, Sterling Brown won a Golden Globe last night, and he's the, the lead actor of the show, This Is Us. I've only watched one episode of This Is Us. However, I've heard so many people say that it's one of the most brilliant shows on TV because it's just emotional, raw, and real. And in his speech, he gave credit to, I believe it was the director or the writer, one of the, the leads of, of the show. He said, I just want to thank you because for his entire career, he's been the benefit of colorblind casting where he was able to fit fit roles that were for any type of person, regardless of your ethnicity. And he said, specifically, you wrote a character who could only be played by a black man. Mm -hmm. And because of that, it's easier for people to see and, and it's no longer an option for me to hide. People have to see me. And the, the gentleman he was speaking to was a white male. And in that moment, it was just something so powerful of, of recognizing this small task of inclusion and saying, yes, I can write his character to, to be casted by anyone, but specifically, I'm going to tell a black person's story. And the world is going to see on network television, NBC, this story told out and portrayed by a black man. And those are the steps that we have to take. Not just in Hollywood, but also in business. You know, in my own personal experience, I've seen the benefits of having women in the workplace, just from the ideas that that women bring and the conversations that that you bring up, the perspective that you give. We don't have that. You know, men were limited in in our scope. Everyone is limited in some capacity in their scope and how they live. We navigate the world very differently than women navigate the world. Black people navigate the world very differently than differently than white people. So the more conversations you can have at the table, the greater perspective that you're going to get on anything that we're trying to accomplish. So I, I am just, I'm, I'm very excited. Oprah's speech, Sterling Brown's speech, and just seeing the, the momentum coming. There is a there is a change that that is on the horizon to to quote Oprah and I'm excited to to be a part of that movement. It is so important that each of us have the right to live our best lives. And speaking of living those very best lives, I wanted to remind you all that we have a wellness newsletter and many of you signed up and I'm so excited about it. I'm 
very thrilled to be in this journey with you all together. Last week's challenge was to spend 10 minutes outside every day without your cell phone. That's it. Pretty easy, right? Wrong. Not for me. (laughs) And it wasn't even that I didn't have my cell phone. It was having to be mindful about taking time for myself. So what I realized about me is that I like... I will take time for myself, but it's more like, huh, I'm going to, I need some time for myself. I'm going to take it now. But to predetermine, you know, or to pre-schedule 10 minutes that I'm definitely going to take for myself every day felt like a task. Did you experience that? It definitely felt like a task. There were often times it's 10 o'clock at night and I said, oh man, I I haven't completed the challenge. Yeah. And I only achieved the challenge six out of seven days. I I failed one day and I was so disappointed, but also I didn't want to beat myself up. I was like, okay, you're human. You you messed up. You had good intention to do it all seven days. You got six. Okay, next week you got to achieve all seven. But it was definitely... Definitely a lot harder than I realized. And another thing that you don't notice is how trapped your thoughts are in relation to your phone. Mm-hmm. Like you just go sit outside and you'll have a thought. And what my, yeah. for me, my initial reaction is, oh, this thought, let me Google it. Yep. Or I'll hop on Twitter and Instagram and, and follow through on that thought. Yes. So now I was just sitting outside looking at trees. And your thoughts are just running. Correct. The entire time. And there's nothing. And we had a really great conversation yesterday. That was the my favorite. We didn't spend our ten minutes together every day, but the, the yesterday we were outside with our producer Andy Ray, and we just like got into this huge. It was like a, it was a philosophical conversation. Yes, and it was just rather enjoyable. But I was sitting there thinking, like, hmm, this conversation. Sorry, I was sitting there thinking this conversation would not have happened if it weren't for the challenge, and we weren't sitting in that space without without distraction. So I'm grateful for it. And I do want to say, no, do not beat yourself up. If you miss one, the purpose of this is to enrich your life, not to give you something else to do that's going to stress you out. This is supposed to alleviate stress. So if you miss a day, it's okay. But the goal is to be able to do it every day unless the challenge denotes otherwise. And I want to take a second because Joy is, is not hyping up this newsletter like she should. And I am very, very proud of Joy because this is something that has been on her heart for a long time. And when she told me about the idea of the weekly wellness newsletter, I said, this is a really good idea. And watching her for the first two weeks craft these newsletters and seeing the amount of effort and the thought that is going into each of these newsletters, the content that she's sharing with you. Yeah, I keep telling her, I was like, this is really, really powerful. <laughs> and I, as someone who has not spent time in their life prioritizing wellness, I am excited to see the challenges each, each week. I, I don't know what she's going to write until I edit the newsletter. <laughs> so yeah. I'm just sitting there and seeing her ideas go. And, and just in those few hours, watching her craft everything from designing the, the assets that you see inside the newsletter to producing the content, that is 100% made by Joy. That's not like, oh, hey, can you make this for me? She's doing all of it. And she's sharing that passion, her love for wellness and prioritizing ourselves with all of you. So please, I strongly encourage you guys and ask you and your support to sign up for this newsletter. If you go to our Twitter account, which is at the Love Jays, I have a link pinned to our Twitter profile. You will see it and it's, it's a link right there where you can just sign up, add your email address, first name, last name, and you will get it. The weekly wellness newsletter will come out every Sunday and the challenges will go from 
that following day, Monday, Monday yeah. to the following Sunday. But you will receive an email every Sunday with the weekly wellness newsletter that will provide a suggested book reading, a savings tip, a physical challenge, a wellness mental challenge for you to complete every single week. Or if you're ready to just, again, make life anew, feel great and, and challenge yourself to actually take time for you in a world where we often prioritize everyone else except us, this newsletter will bless you. And I, and I say this because I am, like you, am actively benefiting from it. This is not something that I'm creating. This is a 100% joy, and I get to participate in the journey as we all improve our mental, emotional, spiritual, and physical well-being. Thanks, babe. <laughs> You're right. I didn't type it up. I also wanted to share with you this week's challenge. I'll share the challenge for an, until the end of January just to get people's feet wet. But please do sign up. This week's challenge is to write about a time that you made yourself proud. And it, you do that every day this week. It can be something huge or just something small, a moment when you acted the way that you felt you should, a moment you forgave someone, whatever, a moment you triumphed and you write about it every day this week, take your time, or it can be I'm simple. Like, you know what? I made myself proud when I made a healthy food choice and that's it. Or I made myself proud to when I stood up to bullies and I was only in the sixth grade and it vastly helped this other kid's life. I think it's really important to toot your own horn. And I think this time of year is when we're really kind of on, of our, on ourselves saying, this needs improvement, that needs improvement, I need to be more like this. And I think it's very important to acknowledge the ways in which you've already been great. And I will also say that this newsletter has prompted me to start journaling. It's a goal of mine that I've wanted to start for a while, but I never found a way in which journaling worked for me. Everyone I talk to who journals typically writes, mm -hmm. and I'm not a fan of, of writing. I enjoy writing, but I prefer typing. Physically writing. Yeah, yeah, phys yeah, yeah. yeah physically writing. Yeah. I prefer writing my words via typography on a computer. And Joy has, has given me a few journals, diary-type things to use over the years, and I, I've tried, but I just never got into it. And as Joy was talking about this newsletter over the last few months of 2017, I said, you know, I really need to prioritize journaling. And I'm a week into my journal sessions, and I can say that journaling is one of the most freeing and rewarding things that you can do. Because as Joy just said, it's important for you to toot your own horn. And when you write, you mention your accomplishments, you mention your struggles, and you also motivate and inspire yourself for the next day. It recognizes things that you may have wanted to accomplish but didn't accomplish, and you may explain, well, I didn't do this because I just wasn't in the headspace to do it. I was feeling down on myself. I, I was upset about this specific event, and I'm still trying to recover from it. So it allows you to take an introspective look exactly. every day about yourself. Yeah. And I never thought journaling was something like that. Uh, but now being on the receiving end and requiring myself every night to just look inward. Mm -hmm. to, okay, what, what do I want to talk about? And it's very just free writing. It's yeah, fluid if you look at it. That's yeah. it. It's an exact stream of consciousness. It's not like, I'm okay, let me put the, the correct spelling and the correct word. No. I'm just writing. Yeah. And whatever it comes, it comes, and I don't read it again. As soon as I get to the end, uh, my thoughts are done. I close my computer and, and move on about my day. Uh, but I, I've realized that it's just giving me a, 
a another added level of motivation of inspiration of desire to to keep pushing forward so if you have not started journaling or if you've never journaled before i encourage you to do that and if you have not signed up for this weekly wellness newsletter you most definitely need to do that too my favorite part of journaling is when you reveal something to yourself that you didn't even know. I'm excited for you to have that moment. Have you had anything like that? I have like not that? had that moment Okay. Yet. You'll be writing along in your journal. Everything's good. And then all of a sudden, some feelings come out. And you go, well, I'll be... <laughs> I did not know I was feeling that way. Actually, and that's I, when it's really... It's healing. It, there, journaling can be very therapeutic. And it's self-therapy. So I, I'm... All for journaling. Journal, journal, journal. I will say I have had that moment, which I'm going to explain here now. Yeah. Last week in, the, in, in our show, we talked about our theme of each year, picking a word that, that we want to live by. And I shared that for 2018, I was ready to live in my purpose and walk in it, declare in it, live boldly in it. Mm-hmm. And I said for 28 years, I had spent my life seeking approval and validation from other people, and I was ready to just walk in my purpose and live fully in me. We recorded that episode on Monday, January 1st at around 3.30 in the afternoon. Mm -hmm. I returned to work Tuesday, January 2nd after being out of the office for about two weeks. And Mm -hmm. over that that two-week break is when I spent the time to just really get my, my thoughts together and say, okay, what really, you know, what do I want to do? And, and that's when the word and the theme and purpose just came over me like a, a, a flood. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, I'm ready to, to walk and live in my purpose. So I go back to work on Tuesday, January 2nd. And at about 1.30 in the afternoon, uh, my boss came in and, and just peeked his head in my office and said, hey, you have a second to meet. I said, yeah, no problem. And I was in the middle of, of finishing up an email, so I go into his office, and then he and another gentleman that are co-owners of the company are sitting in the office. And when I walked in, you know, there was just there was an, an, an awkward feeling in the room. Um, the, the gentleman whose office I was in, he typically has papers scattered across his desk. He's always doing something, whether he's on the phone or writing an email. You, very rarely will you walk, if ever, will you walk into his office and see him not doing something. So when I went into the meeting and just everything was clear, it was a little too clean, you know, my, my, my spidey senses went off. And long story short, they informed me that I was being laid off effective immediately. Uh, and they shared their, their reasonings behind that. And it was a, a, a quick a quick meeting, about 20 minutes or so. And to give you guys some context about the job I was working, this was a, a small business that I had went into with some friends. I shouldn't say I went into it because they had already started the company and I joined a few years later. But we all had known each other for about 10 years and had been working together now for almost five years. And so when I was was delivered this news, you know, obviously there was a, an emotional reaction because it wasn't just being laid, laid off by a corporation. It was being laid off by, by people who were your, your friends. Mm-hmm. And I remember it happening, going back to my office, packaging everything up and, and leaving home. And everyone, I, I, called, I called my wife, I called my mom and I explained, I said, I just want to let you guys know that I was just laid off today. And they were like, oh my gosh, like, are you serious? What happened? I, exp- I explained to them you know, what, what occurred. And of course, the obvious answer is that, how are you feeling? And the reality is, is I was at peace. And the, the reason why I was at peace is because less than 24 hours before 
I made that declaration, or before I was laid off, I made a declaration that I was ready to walk in my purpose. Less than 24 hours. Mm-hmm. I, we recorded, again, we recorded that episode at, at 3.30 January 1st. At 1.30 January 2nd, I was informed that I was being laid off my job. It wasn't even 24 hours. Not a coincidence. Not even 24 hours before the Lord said, okay, son, you are ready to walk in your purpose. You have been living a life for a long time, hiding from what you know is your truth. And now that you have showed me that you're ready to walk in your truth, I'm going to test and see if you are truly indeed ready to walk in your truth. And because of that, I had no choice but to be at peace. Obviously, you're frustrated. You have a, a lot of questions. You have thoughts because, again, this wasn't just a company. This was a, a business with, with friends. So it leaves you in a, in, a, in a different place. But I can say all in all that I am, I am at peace because this is what needed to happen in order for me to truly walk and pursue my purpose. For as long as, as I can live, I've had a dream, or as long as I can remember, I've had a dream of being a motivational speaker. When I was a kid, I used to watch the Maury show all the time. And looking back at that, I was like, I probably should have been watching Maury, <laughs> Maury. as much as I did. <laughs> oh, I know who you're going to yeah. say. Yeah, and, okay. and Maury would, would always, you know, occasionally would have these shows where they would have troubled teens come on as guests. And Maury would bring out this gentleman named D. West. And D. West was just this super jacked black dude who would come on. He had a military presence to him. Mm-hmm. And he would come on the, the show and just pour into these kids. And like, you can't do this. But, and, he, and he did it in a demeanor that I just loved. Like, mm-hmm. I felt like I was receiving discipline from him through the mm-hmm. television screen. And depending on the situation of each kid, they would have, he would, after the show, would take them to whether to, to visit a jail or a penitentiary or mm-hmm. a juvenile detention center and say, if you don't change the course of your life, this, this is, is what can happen. And I remember watching these videos and saying, I want to be D West. I would love to do that. And I had my mom send me a picture of my eighth grade program that was printed in, in May or April, one of those months, April, May, June of 2003. And in that, in that program, it said, Justin wants to pursue a basketball career at Duke University, play against Kobe, and be a motivational speaker. I didn't pursue a basketball career at Duke, but I did pursue a college basketball career. I have had the opportunity to play against Kobe, and there I was saying I want to be a motivational speaker. So 2018... That was written in 2003, and before that was even written, I knew since I was probably 10 years old that I wanted to be a motivational speaker. So let's just round out all these numbers and say for 18 years, 18 years of my life, I have known what I've wanted to be, and yet I have walked in the opposite direction of my, of my true calling. Yeah. I've walked away because of fear, because of excuses, of not wanting to, or not really knowing how to pursue what I wanted to do. For 18 years, I sat on the sideline and I watched other people build their dreams. Hell, for the last four and a half years, I I helped build someone else's dream while I kept my dreams on the sideline. And on January 1st, I made a declaration that I was going to walk in my purpose. In less than 24 hours, that was put to the test. I don't know what you guys believe in, what your spiritual basis is, whether it's the universe, whether it's energy, whether it's stars, to me, it's God, and I was able to receive that message and take that message and know that it is time for me to walk in my purpose. 
2018 is going to be a very new, unique, interesting year because I am actively going to pursue becoming a motivational speaker. It is my love. It is my dream. It's something that I've wanted to do for a very, very long time. And now I've thrown caution to the wind. I've thrown the excuses out the window. And it's time for me to just walk in my truth. I'm so excited for you. When you called me, I don't. I I still never experienced panic. I haven't panicked. Uh, I didn't feel worried for you. I was just excited. I I felt like oh, okay, this this makes sense. You just said you want to live in your purpose. Here's your chance to do it. I I haven't had a moment because people have asked me, well, how are you? How are you doing? Completely fine. I believe. In I believe in the power of our destiny. I believe that when we are ready for our calling, it happens just like that. I am in tuned enough now to realize that something from the outside looking in that may look like a failure is really a setup for you to succeed. And I'm I'm so pumped. I'm so pumped. And even there are things that we can't quite share yet, but just this week has been a phenomenal week. Wouldn't you say? No, it's been a week of affirmation. I, without complete it. just, uh, and it is just beautiful to see someone decide, I'm going after what I'm meant to do. And for everything that has happened this week to have happened, the way that it's happened is affirming for me even, for me to say, hey, wait, all I have to do is say, I'm going to go do this and then it'll happen. The, the, and I want to say that for everybody is that as long as you have faith, real faith and claim it, you will receive it. And, and the, the way you receive it may not look like the way that you think of it. It, it would be nice, right? In an ideal world, it's like, okay, I keep a paycheck and then I build this incredible thing and then I leave when I am completely financially stable and, and then that thing just takes off and I make a million dollars off the bat in my you know three weeks of doing it, right? That's a, an ideal world, but I, real, the real world looks a little messier than that, but so much more beautiful because I think that every step is so essential to your journey and the growth that you're going to need. Or you need to grow into the person that's going to be able to handle the magnitude of your dream. And I think every most people can say, looking back, they any challenging time in their life, you can see the purpose for it. Any challenging time, you can say, you know what? I needed that experience because it got me to this point. And I think for you, you needed to be laid off because it is forcing you to walk in your purpose. There's no other choice now. Uh, and it just so happens that you claimed that's what you wanted and that's what you got. And it's just, I don't know, it's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's scary. It's exciting. It's emotional. And for mm-hmm. full transparency's sake, Joy and I have a, have a full-time job and that is how we have funded this show. This is how we live. And now my full-time job, my steady salary, which was the bulk of our income is now gone. It is not there. There's not a, a another check coming. It is all dependent upon what I do and walking in my purpose. And oftentimes that can be scary when you are so dependent upon someone else securing your future. And it's a way I've lived. I've been 
unemployed before. It was back in, in 2013. And I remember when it happened, I was panicked. I was just like, oh my gosh, like, I don't, I don't know what I'm going to do. And I remember the desperation that was around me for those six months when I was applying for job left and right and just reaching, tailoring my resume, tailoring cover letters. I probably applied to over a hundred jobs in that six month span. And I got a call back for, I believe one interviewed for one of those jobs. And I just remember my, my headspace where I was at emotionally. And I was so depressed. I was, I was struggling to, to piece it all together. And I, when, when, and when I was laid off again, just last week, none of those thoughts flooded my mind. And as I sit and talk to you now, those thoughts don't fill my mind because where I was at in 2013 to where I'm at in 2018 is that I know I'm ready to walk in my purpose. As I explained to, to my mother, my, my father, and, and a few other people who were close to me, I said the plan hasn't changed. Joy and I in 2018 were focused, are focused on taking Love Jays and our personal platforms to the next level. And for the last two years, we've played the one foot in, one foot out because we've had to support the show. We don't get paid for married millennials. We have not made $1 off of this podcast. Everything has been self-funded through Joy and I for the last two years since we've started for Love Jays. The first dollar we ever made from Love Jays was the credit card course that I launched just a few months ago. We launched this platform in 2012. We didn't make our first dollar until the end of 2017. So this has been a passion project and something we funded for the last five years. And we said in 2018 that we are ready to move in our purpose and live in, in, in what we want to do and grow Love Jays, this platform, to new levels. And now we will have the opportunity to do just that. And mm -hmm. I don't want to be naive in saying that this is going to be an easy journey because I had this moment of clarity and now I'm a walking purpose and tens of thousands of dollars are just going to flood in. That, that's unrealistic to say. But there's still a, there's, there's a peace inside of me knowing that if you do pursue and walk in your purpose, good things are going to come. Look at all of your mentors. Look at your favorite actors, actresses, athletes. All of those individuals chose at some point that they were going to walk in their purpose. And for years, you may not have known who they were. We'll use Kevin Hart, for example. How long was Kevin Hart? Wooing around across the country in comedy shows, comedy shows, 10 years. He was pursuing a career in comedy because he knew in his heart that he wanted to be a comedian. For 10 years, he was a no-named person, and he finally got his break. And I can guarantee you, all of you listening probably know who Kevin Hart is. Mm -hmm. He made a decision that he was going to walk in his purpose. And it wasn't an easy thing. It probably wasn't a, a pretty thing in the, in the times before we knew him as Kevin Hart. But now we get to see the benefits and the rewards of him walking in his purpose. And that's what I'm excited about. I'm excited to be able to share my testimony, my journey, and share the highs, share the lows. And, and there may be times where Joy and I will come to sit and record this show and we're struggling to, to put rent together. You know, that, that's a reality that we very well may be facing. I don't declare that. I declare victory over our situation. But that's a reality that, that very well may happen. Or we're looking to, to buy some food or go grocery shopping and it may be a little tight and we get skinny that week. You know, those are realities that we very well may face. But all of that, knowing all of that, 
I still have an incredible peace and understanding that it is time for me to walk in my purpose. And I know there are some of you right now who are having these same eternal conflicts, internal conflicts, and trying to figure out what what do I want to do? Do I want to make a change? Am I ready to make a change? I encourage you to just move in those thoughts, fill in those thoughts. My hand got forced here. I'm not going to sit up here and say, I boldly declare that I was walking away and making this a new thing and threw caution to the wind. I didn't. I, I had my plan in place, and now that plan has just been accelerated. But I, the, the beauty is that I, I declared it, and I believed it. For the first time, I believed and put my passion behind something that was mine. Mm-hmm. And as soon as that happens, I get an immediate response. That's not a coincidence. So, again, some of you are... are are having this internal dialogue and, and looking for change. And I just encourage you to continue to nest in those feelings, flush out those feelings, write those feelings, plan it out, put it on paper and stew on it, meditate on it, pray on it and say, okay, is this, is this really it? And if you feel in your heart of hearts and you have that, that 100% affirmation that this is what you're supposed to do, do it. Do it, do it, do it. I don't know what's going to come next. I don't. I don't know what next week's going to look like. I don't know what February 1st when my, rent do, when my rent is due is going to look like. I have no clue. I don't. But what I do know is I have a vision that is crystal clear in my mind, and now it's up to me to execute upon those ideas. And once I do execute upon those ideas, I hope it pans out to be everything I dreamed of and more. It will be. I have complete faith in this situation. And I want to say as witnessing you declare your purpose last week, the the intent was palpable. I, you could feel it. And when he was talking, I was like, man, he the way that he was speaking sounded like he already had been let go for, from his job. And he had accepted that. And he is now moving forward in his purpose. Like that's the way... It came across to me, and I and I think you even added a caveat in there, like, "Oh, I love my job." I did. Just, just to say, like, "Hey, you know, like, no disrespect, but I'm ready to do me." And the fact that it unfolded the way it did again, I can't. The only word that I have in my head is "beautiful." It's beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. And as I was leaving work that day after Justin called me, I heard, "This is a very good thing," and I ha- I have genuinely felt that way the entire time. This yeah, I, is a very good thing. And I do want to want to let those who were close to me who who were aware of my my current situation and and let you know last week was not a response to me being laid off. I had absolutely no idea mm-hmm. that the layoff was coming when we recorded that episode or when I sent that tweet out at nine o'clock at night on January 1st declaring my purpose. And I remember I posted that same tweet on Facebook 30 minutes before that meeting. So everything that you saw on social, everything you heard in last week's show was not a response to to, to my layoff. It was me truly speaking from my heart and from a place of where I was at. And when I looked back at the video... When Joy was was editing and looking back to see what we're going to put out on social, she pieced together a four-minute clip, and I, I watched it back. And it gave me goosebumps to see me say something that was that prophetic. Mm-hmm. That was like, man, you you essentially manifested and declared this change. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you didn't think it was going to come <laughs> the way it did, but you said it. You manifested it. You created it. 
and now you have to live it. With a 22-hour turnaround. 22-hour turnaround. <laughs> 22 hours. And I, you talk about express delivery. We get real excited yeah. about Amazon two-day prime delivery. And shit, that beat Amazon. Yeah. You know, that, was, that was overnight. That was an immediate. And when, when you experience that, when you feel it, you have no choice but to be at peace. And again, that, that's not to say that I'm, I'm not nervous. I'd be lying if I said I don't, part of me is, isn't scared. You're still human. Yeah. Because I am. You know, mm-hmm. I, I have very real emotions. But I know that a, a message got put inside of me. A purpose got put inside of me. An idea got birthed inside of me. And the world could no longer live without my idea being birthed. And that's what it's, it's my time to do. Mm-hmm. And I remember Joy sent me just last week, she sent me a podcast. And it was funny. Joy, this was yeah. before you were laid off. And, and it was, before I was, it was I, before I was laid off and after I had got the news of being laid off, Joy had sent me three different podcasts to listen to. And I didn't tell her at the time. And I was like, I, I just, I can't listen to this. I just got to collect my thoughts. So about a few days ago, I listened to one of the interviews and it was with a gentleman who was the founder of the Chicken, Chicken Soup. Soup for the Soul series. And he was sitting on and interviewing with Oprah for her Super Soul Sunday podcast. And he talked about, there was one, he had a lot of good nuggets, good nuggets, but there was one nugget in particular that, that brought it home and just put a bow on my entire situation. And she had asked you know, something about dream. Do you think everyone has the ability to, to be successful? And to, to live out their dreams. And, and he just said something that was so profound, which was everybody has a dream inside them. And mm-hmm. if, if you weren't able to achieve that dream, that dream wouldn't have been put inside of you. Mm-hmm. You would not be able to manifest, think about, dream about something that you would not be able to accomplish. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of took me back like, wow. Because you're right, they're, they're, everyone has a different dream. Mm. My dream to be a speaker is much different than maybe someone else's dream to be a teacher, to be an actor, to be a poet, to be an activist, to be a politician, to be the president. Mm-hmm. We all have different dreams. And some of us have shared those dreams with other people and some of us have just kept them to ourselves. But each of us has a dream inside. And some choose to pursue it and some don't. But what he said is we all have the ability to. And if we all pursued our dream and fulfilled that dream, the world would be an incredibly different place Mm -hmm. because we aren't looking for validation and approval from other people. We are moving and operating with love, with purpose. Mm -hmm. Think about about the feeling that you have when you operate and do something from from a place of pure enjoyment. How do you move through the world? You're, you're more loving, you're more caring, you're happier, you're more intentional. You have all of these positive reactions coming from moving in purpose, yeah. where if you're working a nine-to-five job that you may not like, how are you moving through the world? With frustration, with regret, mm-hmm. with bitterness, mm-hmm. with anger. From a place of lack. From a place of lack. There's many of you listening to this show right now. I operated in that place. I'm, I'm, I'm not removing myself from the situation, but... Imagine that you're operating right now on a job that, that you may not like or in a relationship that may not be as fruitful as you had hoped. And because of, of, of that circumstance, your emotional output are these negative responses. Imagine if you put yourself in a more positive situation. Look what would be the consequence of those actions. Imagine. I don't know. I don't know all these things. I'm living this life every single day just like you guys are living your life every single day. I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. I don't know what's going to happen next week. But I can say that starting January 1st, as I tweeted, 
that I was going to live a life for me and to truly walk in my purpose. And I can say that without any question, that is what I'm going to do. And I truly hope that some of you out there will have the courage and the ability to to do the same. I know I spoke a lot this episode and shared with you a very intimate detail of my life, but Joy and I have always prided ourselves on being open and honest with you. We talk about the purpose of Married Millennials is to facilitate open and honest conversation about life, love, relationships, and friendships. This is my life, and I want to facilitate open and honest conversation. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited for this journey, and more importantly, I'm excited to share this journey with you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Married Millennials. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Stitcher, and of course, share it with your friends. And as always, guys, let's keep the conversation going online. Head over to our website, lovejays.com, and you will see all of our social media icons right there at the top of the page. And if you'd like to support the show, please leave a review on iTunes. It really just helps get more eyeballs on the show. Share it with your friends. And let's just keep this thing going. We love you guys. We appreciate your support. And we'll see you next Tuesday.